we'll see what the Lord has tonight, because I had a lot of things popping in my spirit. Too much for one night. So we'll see how things roll, but God's good, and um, I'm just excited for the season that we're in. All kinds of wild things happening everywhere, but the Lord is wanting us to just depend on him entirely. And uh, I want to talk about our path to promise tonight. And I want to talk about purpose. How many know what Jesus' purpose was when he came here? And still is. We're just waiting. The enemy's just biding time. The enemy's trying to save time. You know that? The enemy's trying to hold out. You understand what's happening right now? In America, in the world. Man, I just want to go on social media and say some things. Yeah, my wife's saying, oh, we're on social media. Ha ha, see, how's that? It's good, now I'm loose. Yeah, oh yeah. I was just, I, you know, I just continue. I try not to get too much in the news, but I, you know, every time you hear something crazy happening. and The Lord came for one purpose, to snuff out evil. Re ready? <laughs> for this purpose was the Son of God manifest to destroy the works of the devil. For this purpose... That's what John tells me. And then John 12 says this, Now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I came to this hour. And thank you, Fernanda, for confirming the word in the back. Father, glorify your name. And then a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and I will glorify it again. And what was Jesus talking about? Jesus was talking about his purpose. Did he come just to save you from your sins? Partially. He came to eradicate sin in our lives once and for all through the cross. Amen. He also came that any satanic thing that was in the earth attacking this earth would be routed out. Because eventually, right, from, from the beginning of biblical time to the end of the book, it's about Jesus Christ revealing himself in the earth and the new heavens and the new earth coming down. But as I'm watching what's happening in America, sometimes you just, I just get this, Righteous indignation inside of me. And I want to see the church gloriously rise up and be triumphant in this hour. And, and I, I promise you God has given you a way to step into the fullness of what he's called us to and to be a complete overcomer. A complete overcomer, not partially 
Listen, the promise is that we, we are perfected through the blood of Jesus Christ. <laughs> you all right? We were made clean through the blood of Jesus, making me blameless, without sin, righteous, holy, justified. The, any verdict that the enemy could bring against me is now no longer applicable because he has broken the power and the accusations of the enemy. And so what we see happening in the earth right now is the accusation. Listen, we have, and I'm, I have to say some things, all right? So just, if you want to share this, you can share this online. That's okay. I would just, but I really feel like the Holy Spirit is wanting to Bring the church up to a whole nother level in this hour. And I'm sorry, you it's not even about Democrat and Republican anymore. It is not about that. It's not that. It's not I'm on this side, someone's on that side. No, 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 no. Antifa. I'm gonna start naming names. Black Lives Matter. It's all funded by, by a, a force beyond what we understand, and not even after the uh, 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 Black Lives Matter issue. They're after releasing destruction in America. When I hear people in those crowds, and not one, not one of any of the nominations from that side say one thing when, when, it, when it's being uh, just in continued pounding and people lose their lives and are murdered and I don't hear one person say stop we don't want this to happen no they say no this is a movement and we want to see this happen for this purpose was the son of God manifest to destroy the works of the enemy I'm telling you tonight, there's something that has to get in the fiber of your soul, and God wants to break any powers that are controlling you. Hi, puppy. Any powers that control you. <laughs> he wants to eradicate those things. So I'm asking you tonight, ready, I'm going to ask some hard questions, but I've decided that it's okay if you feel not, you leave here not feeling great about yourself, okay? No, I'm okay. You've got to be okay with that tonight. Because, listen, we're coming to a place where we need to come to, there's like a, a line in the sand that God is, I just feel like the Lord is releasing. And I love everyone in here. I'm not here. I'm here to encourage you and equip you. I'm not here to beat you up. But I do believe this, that the Holy Spirit wants us to step into a whole other thing. Have you, have you come into the earth? Have you, have, are you walking in faith so that you can walk in the power of God and that you can actually release, release and enforce the kingdom of God? Or are you affected by darkness? See, I have to get my flesh out of it because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, right? They're not carnal. And, and I, I'm telling you, there, there's things at work in the earth right now that is trying to bring this whole nation into Marxism, into communism. I, never mind, just put the socialism aside. It's trying to turn the nation into something completely different than it looks like. And if you're blind, you need to wake up. You really need to wake up. 
you really need to oh, ask God, God, will you wake me up so that I can see that America needs to wake up? And, and I don't think, you know, it's made so, so, it, it's so uh, trying to indoctrinate the, the media, is trying to indoctrinate everybody, but I'm, I'm buying into the fact that Jesus is in charge of what's going to happen in America. I mean, I believe that Jesus is the one that's going to bring us into a whole nother place where awakening will break forth and the light of his shining will just begin to, the glory of God, it, it has to come because you feel the tension of darkness. Listen, it may be, it's, it, you know, it's happening in Manchester, it's happening in, in other places, it's happening in American cities, right? It's not just Portland or Seattle or California, it's happening everywhere. And soon it will be on your front step. <laughs> anyway. Here's what I'm asking you. Is, is darkness encroaching your life so that you, you're trying to walk? Are you affected by the atmosphere? Are you affected by the things that are happening? Or are you changing the things around you? And really tonight I want to talk about that because this is where the Lord wants us. He wants your path to be straight to the promise of God. And when I say that, I, I want to talk to you about wilderness walking because we don't want to walk in a wilderness anymore. The church has to come out of the wilderness and into the marvelous light of God. And we need to be a people that know that we, we've got this thing in the bag and we're over, we are overcomers. We're not the ones. We're the ones that have been given a, a, a task at hand and, and the Holy Spirit wants you to... Listen, it's not about being... I, you have to be a little militant at this point. And I, you know, I, I want to love people into the kingdom, but sometimes it's just righteous standing. And righteousness doesn't bend because I, I'm, I'm going to say it's okay and pat someone on the back for, for the, their sexual orientation. It's not. God wants to touch that. God wants to eradicate that. God, ready? I'm going to say some things that may, may make people uncomfortable tonight. I'm just promising you that right now. So the Holy Spirit wants us to live out of this place where there's, we're going to live in the love of God, but there's this righteous indignation in us that's not to be an offense, but the cross was an offense. The Spirit of God is wanting to come into the church in such a way that there is that plumb line that's being dropped in, in the, our midst so that we walk and we know where we're supposed to walk. The reason why Israel didn't go into the promise, it took them 40 years for an 11-day journey, is because there was something wrong. There was no plumb line dropped, and they wouldn't go in the way that Moses was directing them, right? We have Moses, who's a picture of Jesus, really. He was the intercessor. How many times the Lord spoke to Moses, the Lord spoke to Moses, the Lord spoke to Moses. And no one else wanted to go in there except for Joshua. But the reality is that Moses got instructions and they didn't want to go with the instructions. No, we want to have two golden calves. We want to do. We want to move outside of the grace of God, so that and and I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is coming to a people right now where the plumb line is being dropped and the plumb line is being uh, initiated right in front of you, right in front of you. You can't, you can't listen. There's no question of what's dark and what's light at this point. So Matthew, remember, Jesus said this of John the Baptist from the days of of. 
from, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force, right? And all the prophets and the law were prophesied until John, are, if you're willing to receive this, he is Elijah. What was that? That was the ministry of Elijah in the earth to prepare the way of the Lord. And I'm telling you, this generation has a, has a responsibility to bring the ministry of John the Baptist. Come on, it wasn't a nice you know, cushy, poshy, you know, he wore camel hair, and he ate locusts and honey. It was messy. And I'm telling you, there's a, there's a generation that's being raised up right now. If, they'll, if we'll just take the call, if we'll just step into what God is saying, if, if I would just grab hold of, 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 of the message that he wants to release in this hour, is it to beat people up? No, absolutely not. No, everyone needs to know. Everyone needs to know and come to the knowledge of the glory of the Lord because he wants to entirely cover the earth by his people. How is that going to sh show up in the earth? It's going to come because the glory of the Lord has risen upon on you. So I want to talk about this because there's a place where God wants us to actually enter into it, and it's a rest, actually. He said, my yoke is easy, my burden's light. This is not, it's not like, I can get riled up, because believe me, I, I shouldn't even watch, I'm, not, I'm like one of those people, that I can't, too much social media, I get, it's worse than news, right? So you begin to, I, I don't want to, when you see the things that are happening in the, in the planet, when you see the things that are happening in, in different states, I just get like, God, someone's got to do something. <laughs> like rolling, rolling the tanks, someone do something. <laughs> and you've got a, a leader who's trying to, you know, you got to pray for the president. Because what's, what's the, what's the, Where's the fine line? I looked at Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 1. It says this, said, therefore, since, the promise, since a promise remains of entering his rest, lest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. And why did that happen? It said, because, but the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith, in those who heard it, right? And then it goes on, goes on, verse 6. It says it over and over, it says it four times. It says, therefore, it remains that some must enter into it. And those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience. And then it goes on to say it again, verse 9. There, there remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest, he himself also ceased from his work, speaking of God. And I'm, I'm telling you, there is a rest that God wants us to live out of. Now I'm talking, I'm, people are looking at me confused. Listen, I know I just was on this like, let's go to war. But there is a war that's going to happen. There is a war that's taking place. There's something that's, that's taking place in this hour where we receive an impartation from heaven and it causes us to live out of a place of an overcomer. God wants you to live in this place where you know you've overcome. You know you're living out of a place where the life of God is moving inside of you. You don't move outside of that. You, you live in that. And you live beside the Lord, right? The, the word of God discovers our condition, the Bible says. 
Verse 11, let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same examples and of disobedience. Here's, here we go. Ready? There was three things that I wanted to talk about. One was being obstinate. <laughs> Come on. It's okay, guys. It's going to be all right. What's obstinate? Obstinate being stubbornly refusing to change. And here's what I see. There's certain parts of the church, not here, I'm going to preach to you guys, I know. I'm just getting us ready to go to another level. Because we can't be sitting back, right? God said, be transformed, right, by the renewing of your mind. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing, by the renewing of your mind. And here's what God's looking for. He's looking for us not to be refusing to change. What, is, what needs to change? Change needs to happen here, in the house of God. It has to. It has to. We can't continue to just try and pat everyone on the back and say, good job. No, and, and the prophetic can't just stay in this place of encouragement, <laughs> exhortation. I love you. But, but it can't just stay there because there has to be a plumb line ministry that comes forth and says, this is the line. Guys, it has to be a place, right? And we have to be in rest with that. What, you have to say, God, this is the path you have. Everyone's going, where are we going now? Come on, I know you are. Where are we going now? We're going to be the brightness of the shining of God in this hour. That's, what we're, that's where we're going. And there's this, there's this, there's this, this tendency for the church to just kind of lean back and let government take care of it. Lean back and let the voters take care of it. Listen, you better go vote. And vote righteous. But I, I, I don't believe that's the answer. The answer in the church should be God's government coming on the church. And I believe we have moved. I, I think, I believe that this whole pandemic thing and the, and the shift has moved us from the church age into the kingdom age, if you can, if you can relate to that. And I, and I believe this, that the Holy Spirit is saying, church, come up here. And we have to live out of the place where I'm reading out of the, and I'll read, in, I'll read into it because I just know this. Listen, there's no time for disobedience. I'm going to say a couple, right? That's one thing. And you can't be disobedient anymore. When God gave uh, the children of Israel instructions, they continue to go the other way. Not remembering God's faithfulness. That's another thing. Listen, if we don't remember His faithfulness, He's been so good. You have to look back and say, God, you were with me. Even if I was in a desert, you were still with me. Even if you called me out of a dark, dark place and I was going through the a dark night of the soul, you were there and you were watching me and you saw what was happening, but you were faithful to bring me to where I need to be right now. And it doesn't matter what happened yesterday. He's calling you to a place today where, where no more will I hear the word and not do it. Because there's no more time. I mean, we spoke on it's time for, for weeks. It's time. But there's no more time for walking in disobedience. There's no more time to walk abstinent. Just being stubborn. 
not wanting to change my mindset, not wanting to get my things in order, not wanting to walk, never mind the spiritual stuff that you're getting. I'm, can I? Are you walking? Are you a testimony of the goodness of God? Are you a testimony in how we raise our kids? Are you a testimony on, on how I'm being a, a dad, on, on how I'm being a mom? I'm, I'm a, am I a testimony with do I owe everyone and their brother money? I'm, I'm going there tonight because there has to be, am I on my own two feet? Am I standing? Am I looking at, at what's ahead for my future, for my family? What does it look like? Because I'm telling you, it's all coming caving in. And so until you know where you're at, listen, darkness is trying to move in and I resist the atmosphere of darkness. You should resist the atmosphere of darkness. You should re resist the things of darkness that are trying to get on the church and trying to get us to cower and be quiet and shut up and don't get crazy. No, I'm going to get crazier if, if, if this keeps going. And maybe you need to be louder. You need to be louder than the darkness. So snap out of forgetfulness. That's what the word was. The Lord was saying, my people forget what I've done in times past. See, the Holy Spirit wants us to live in this place where we're, we're full of who he is. And I'm just going to touch on some things. I don't even know if I can get through all of this because it's out of the book of Revelation. And I, I just want to talk to you about overcoming. We have to overcome. You have to be present in the world. And you have to be present in heavenly things. And you have to be present in what is happening around. You can't just put your head in the sand and forget. Never mind BLM and Antifa. All the other crazy things that are going on. not a political thing it's not it's not I don't want oppression on any any people group but when people are funded and violence and mobbed the only thing that's keeping you know what they want I'll call them they whatever darkness is I'll call them they they want you it's not about Mr. Trump. It's about you. It's about the light of the gospel. It's, I promise you, it's about the glory of God coming and rising up in America. And, and, and listen, and wait, 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 wait. Watch, watch, watch. Watch the blowing up of the kingdom of God. Watch in this hour. Watch what happens. I promise you. It's not about President Trump. It's about darkness against light. I'm telling you, that's all this is. Don't be deceived. It's about darkness and light. It's not about Democrat or Republican or independent or whatever you want to put yourself in. It's not about it. It's about darkness wanting to snuff the church, the smoldering wick right now. I'm telling you, I'm not prophesying that we are a smoldering, we're going to be a burning, shining lamp. And there are voices. But someone needs to step up. And not just me. 
Everyone in this room needs to step up for righteousness. Everyone in this room needs to become an intercessor. Everyone in this room needs to shed off the ch and change your thinking. I'm telling you, I know, I'm being strong. Change your thinking so that you can serve God wholeheartedly and nothing gets in the way. How are we going to do this? Listen, you know, when I look at the Bible, I'm just going right to the end because here's where we are. And really, this isn't about the, the, the revelation of the Antichrist. We already heard this from Corey, and, and we all know this. It's about the revealing of Jesus Christ. And God wants you to be an overcomer. He doesn't want you to sit back and kind of just coast. Hello. Someone in the room, can I get a witness? It, God doesn't want you to be just coaching it. And he doesn't want you to just be a spectator in what, what's about to be released on the earth. What's about to be released is the glory of the Lord is about to be seen all over the place. You're going to burn brighter than you've ever burned before. You won't be able to, you won't be able to shut the lamp off because you've got so much God on you. And you know that you can overcome anything that comes against you. I'm telling you, God is trying to make you ready. Last week it was Iron Man. This week it's the Man, man of Steel. He's trying to make you invincible. And you are invincible. God has given you not a spirit of fear, but a sp of love and of, uh, of a sound mind. Come on. You don't, under, you don't have to live in a place where I'm cowering one week. I'm up. I'm down. My mind's changing. I need to go someplace else next week. I, you know, the grass is greener, but it's, it, you know, the grass is always burning out somewhere. It's not coming out like It's good. Just keep going. All right, so we're just, I'm going to hit a couple of these, right? Revelation chapter 2, verse, verse 7. Ready? This is all about a church that will hear. So I'm not going to go through all the things that, that the Lord has brought against every church. I'm just going to talk about the good things. Come on, somebody. It's about time. <laughs> all right? So here we go. He said, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And to him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Ready? Some of you aren't going to like this. But God does work on merit sometimes. He's a rewarder of those who what? Okay. What did he say to the, to the, what did he say to the, he used, he says, the kingdom of heaven is like ten virgins. Five who had oil, five who didn't. Five of them during that time when all of a sudden they both woke up, said, we don't have oil. And they wanted the other's oil. And it said, go buy. Just saying. Same chapter. We go on to the parable of the talents. He gives one guy five. He gives another guy two. He gives one guy one. The one that says, takes the five and makes them twice. Doubles. Hey, he doubled his money. He said what? Well done, thou good and faithful servant. 
the one who took the two. He did the same thing, and he made two more. Come on, he gave the master back double his money. The third one only had one, one talent, buried it. Didn't do anything with it. And what did Jesus say? This guy knows. Wicked and slothful servant. I know, I know, I'm making it about merit right now. But I'm telling you, there's something to be had. Listen, all throughout the book of Revelation, to the end time church, he says, I will give to you. If you overcome, I will give to you. How are you going to overcome? Not by works that any man should boast. The Spirit of God is going to bring an o the overcoming church to a whole nother level. Why? Because we believe what he says and we overcome. We don't put up with Jezebel. We don't put up with Satan. We don't put up with all these things that the, that the churches were dealing with in, the, in, the, in, the, in these scenarios, right? No, it says that you give a place to Jezebel. Don't give a place. Don't let a foot, don't let her foot in. Men, don't let Jezebel have a foot in. I know it doesn't, doesn't according to, me, to men, but it's usually where, come on, it's the times when the enemy's trying to get in. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit wants to break forth with true victory in your life. And I'm telling you, there's things that are trying to crash things that are trying to come in, things that are trying to put you in a position where you don't know what to do, and you cower. When, when darkness comes, you lean back instead of pushing forward. Remember, I talked to you about the armor of God last week. Listen, you're ready, powered up. You're ready to go. <laughs> okay. All right. So he says this, I give to you to eat from the tree of life. Here's the deal. God wants us to overcome everything so that we can be eating from what? The tree, the one tree. The, he's the only tree. He's the tree of life. He's the one. Don't get stuck, which is the paradise of God. That means you live in heavenly places. You live out of the place of heaven. You live out of, right, you're seated with Christ in heavenly places, and you see from that perspective. God wants you to be living out of that. And then he goes on to say this, verse 10. He says, don't fear any of those things which are about to, you're about to suffer. Everyone say suffer. suffer. How many want to suffer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ken, Ken's got both hands up in the back. I'm, take it. I'm good. No. Honestly, who wants to suffer? No one wants to suffer, but the, the Lord tells us right here, sometimes you're going to go through stuff. And he says this, he says, you're about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be what? Tested. Tested. And that you will, you will have tribulation 10 days. Be faithful until death, and I will give you a crown of life. What was I just talking about? I was talking about us not uh, forgetting, forgetting. We forget what God did. And God says, listen, be faithful. Remember what I've done. Remember and be faithful what? To the end. To the very end. Not I, I stumbled across the finish line. Come on, God wants you to run the race and cross the finish line. 
you all right? Everyone all right? Some of you look scared. It's okay. It's okay. Jump down to verse 16. See, it goes through all this stuff, right? The, the spirit of Balaam on the church, sexual immorality, all these things, right? And then the, the spirit of Nicolaitans, which was what? Which was man being over man. It was the hierarchy ruling over each other. No, God called us to live, live together and run together, right? It says, repent or else I'll come to you quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Listen, God is wanting to come as we repent, as we give our lives completely to him. Repentance is a gift. Hallelujah. Someone say amen. Repentance is a gift. It's been given to me so that every day when I get up, not that I'm looking and I'm navel-gazing. Come on, we got to get out of that. You don't need theophostic you know, healing and all this stuff. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit wants you to be in a place where your heart is repentant towards him. That doesn't matter what's happening. You always have this place where you're soft and pliable before God. And he said this. He said, the sword of my mouth will come. Then he says this. I will give some hidden manna to eat. And I will give some a white stone. Give him a white stone. And on the stone will be a new name written. How many know what the white stone is? Listen, in the Roman times, here's what it was. The people who judged, if you go to court, they make a verdict. Here's the verdict. You have a black stone or a white stone. What do you think black meant? Not good. Black meant I'm going to jail. White meant you're acquitted. And here's what the Lord's saying. Listen, you, if, 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 you, if you step into this place where the overcoming life is radiating through your life, you should know that because you've been acquitted. There's no charges against us. There's nothing against us. He's feeding us from the, from the place and the manna of heaven. And he's spoken over us that you've been acquitted, that you've been free, that you've been completely set free, that there's nothing that you have to do. And I'm saying, he was, I will give you. What is it? It's just by me knowing. The spirit and the bride say, Come. Holy Spirit, come. I'm living in the Spirit. I'm living my life through the Spirit of God. And then all these things become absolutely apparent to you. A new name. Jacob. Verse 25. chapter 2, but hold fast to what you have till I come. And he who overcomes and keeps my work until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. Can I tell you right now, here's the deal. The Lord wants the church to be in this position where we live from above. And that his life inside of us is evident to all. Jesus overcame death, hell, and the grave. He overcame it. He didn't almost take care of it. He overcame it. And so there's a life that he's calling us into that we live knowing 
We've overcome all these things. All these, all these things that were spoken by the Lord over every one of these churches, you've got the power to overcome. Keeps my works until the end, and I will give him power over the nations. Listen, right now, you have one nation <laughs> to pray for. God's promise is, I will give you the nations. And we need to step in confidence knowing that, that that's what he's about to do. Chapter 3, verse 5, he says, he who overcomes shall be clothed with white garments. That means you're holy and pure. You've already been given the ability to overcome. And I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and angels. Verse 12, he who overcomes, I will make him a pillar in the temple. Listen, you have this ability to live this life. And the pillar in the temple, it represents a place where actually all the healings were recorded. It's all the healings that were recorded on this pillar in the temple. The white pillar in the temple that was released. Listen, there's healing that flows through your life. God wants to use you in incredible ways. And I'm telling you guys tonight, I want to be in a position. I want the, the ministry to be in a position. I want your lives to be in a position where nothing, nothing, not one thing will ever stop you from moving ahead. Then he goes on to 21. He says, I give you this. I give you the ability to sit with me on my throne. Here's the idea. Holy Spirit wants to speak loud and clear to every one of you in this place tonight. There's nothing that's been held back from any one of you. God's waiting for a people that will say, I'm not afraid. I'm not intimidated. I'm not held back. I'm not discouraged. I'm not looking at the world events and going, oh my goodness. God, what are we going to do? But he also doesn't want us to sit back and wait for him to do something. And he is very much alive inside of you and wants to manifest himself in a way that we have not seen in history ever. For this purpose was the Son of God manifest to destroy the works of the devil. Here's what I want us to do. I want our lives to be living sacrifices tonight. I want my life to be poured out so that nothing would ever get in the way of what he wants to do in this hour. The children of Israel, they seem to meander through the, the desert, the wanderings in the wilderness. Can I tell you this? 
if there are repetitive things, how am I going to say this? How many want to move ahead? Yeah, I want to move ahead. God has given you the ability as an overcomer to overtake every single thing that has been harassing you your entire life. Some of us, we go through the same, we go through the same motions. We go through the same, there's like, there's like, you know how when you walk on the grass, <laughs> we used to do jobs and they'd, they'd say, don't walk in one line on the grass because it'll mess the grass up, right? It'll make a path. It's like, it's the same thing for every one of us, right? We have paths. Can I tell you, God wants an ancient pathway that you want, he wants you to find the ancient pathway again. And the pathway doesn't go through the desert, hook left, go back around the mountain. I don't want to go back around any mountains. This season, we don't have time to go back around mountains. Ready? So here's what I'm telling you tonight. The Lord wants you, right? When you walk into this next season, right? When the same thing comes up in front of you that caused you to go, oh, I'm taking a left again. He wants you to go right into that thing and say, listen, Lord, you need to help me right here, right now. Because what we don't like in the church is dealing with some of the things that barricade us from going forward. We don't. We don't. We don't. We don't. We want, we'll just, we'll deal with it a little bit and then we kind of go ahead and then we swing back around and we come into it again. But I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit wants us to be in this place where we're headed, right? And I want to go 11 days. I don't want to go 40. I want to go the 11-day route. And he does all these things, right? When you come into a situation, when there's a, there's a roadblock that you've seen before, come on, it's the same thing you saw before. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It's the same places you've been before. It's just different people, different places, you know, Maybe the area code's different. And God's saying, I don't want you to go there again. And when it comes in front of you, I've made you righteous. When it comes in front of you, I've called you, you're acquitted. This thing doesn't bind you up again. When it comes in front of you, you don't have to stay in, in path with that and you don't divert from it, but you speak to it. Because here's where we have to go. We have to speak to the mountain. And it'll be removed and cast into the sea. And so can anyone, anyone relate with me? If, I, if I'm walking in patterns and I keep walking in the same pattern, that's why I said obstinate. Because we get like brain damaged. And we don't know how to get around that thing. And I'm telling you, God wants you to function fully. It's funny. Because all through ministry, I notice patterns, right? People are either extremely, ready? There's two. There's two, two different things. They're so spiritual, and they don't take care of the, the practical. And then they're so 
practical, they don't step into their gifts. Come on, if you want to put the shoe on, put it on, but take it off again. There's a place where the Lord wants to bring us all tonight. Because he just wants to move the whole group ahead. Right? I don't want to go through the mountain. I don't want to go through the cavern. And even if it's a shortcut and it's going to take me 21 years, <laughs> no, I don't want to go that way either. But God's trying to get at things, right? And I feel like I bring this message every now and then. The, the Holy Spirit is on you. He's anointed you. But he's anointed you to do the, the things that are going to get you around and right on the path with God. And so I'm watching, I'm watching people all around me. God's doing all kinds of wild things and doing amazing things. And God's speaking to people. But I want you, everyone, if you're here for the first time, thanks for coming. <laughs> but I want you, too, to step into a place where you're engaged Every one of us, listen, I'm trying to not get to an impasse. As a matter of fact, God's moving in such a way right now, I can't, I can't afford, I have, to go, I have to go away. I have to go find him in a deeper way right now in this season. Because he's, listen, by October, by November, watch what happens. God wants you to not get stuck in the old. He wants to eradicate that obstinate mindset and he wants to eradicate the disobedience. But most of it's your choice. As a matter of fact, almost 100% of it's your choice. We always like to blame it on the enemy. It's not the enemy. What's happening in the earth, his demonic influence on people right now, releasing pandemics and demonic diseases yeah that's that's the enemy but what he wants to do in you is usually just you getting in the way because you're a child of God you're a son and daughter of God what usually hems in what God wants to do is usually you and I I don't like to cop it off as the devil come on somebody someone called me and they were like, I'm dealing with warfare. I, 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 these decisions, no one in here, no one in here. I said, bro, is it warfare? Who's in control? I'm going to leave you with this tonight. Who enforces what? God's given you authority. Are the things of this, are the demonic things influencing you? Is it taking over your space? It shouldn't. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are things that, that the enemy throws at people, and, and some of it is the enemy. Just take stinking authority over it. I said stinking. Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen, it's time for the church to grow up. It's time for me to grow up. Come on, God's always calling you to a new level. doesn't matter what's happening. And there's, there's places where he's saying, listen, would you just stop it and rebuke that thing that gets in your way? 
or just stop it and renew your mind. Fix your mind. Change your way. I know, I talked all the overcomer stuff and fumbled through it to get here. Because the Lord is wanting to do something incredibly powerful. And it's not for the faint-hearted, I promise you. No, it's for you. You're the overcomer. God has designed you to live this life as an incredible overcomer. And watch as you're faithful. See, here's the thing. When we're not faithful to step into the certain things that God's saying, listen, no more of this. Take care of that. We don't think of it like this. Listen, when you do that, when you start doing little faithful things, like stepping out, some of you need to step out in gifts, and some of you need to do really practical things. And what happens with that? God, all of a sudden, the favor. And then you do it again in more favor. And then you do it again, and you begin to shine, and there's a greater anointing on you. Why? Because you did practical things. Why? Because you stepped out in a gift that you've been afraid to step out into for a long time. Or you've shut down things in your life so that you don't, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that because I might, I might get hurt. I'm not going to do that or, or I'm not going to step in that because I don't really feel comfortable. You know what? Nothing in faith ever feels comfortable. An overcomer, which is who you are, should never live in a comfortable life. I'm telling you. I'm not telling you. That needs to land. It's more than just living peaceable with everybody. Some of the things you need to say to your family members are not going to be comfortable. Some of the things you need to say to your people you work with, your neighbors, people you know, people you, some of you need to talk to people that you don't need to be talking to anymore and tell them the truth. I'm not kidding. Because they influence your life in such a way that there's almost a soul tie that messes you up and brings you backwards. stand with me. I'll stop. If, you, if you're in this room and you, you're like, wow, I don't know how I feel right now. I'm glad. <laughs> I have to say, honestly, because sometimes we need to leave thinking like, 
God, I have things that I need to do, I need to take care of. It's all right. And so tonight I brought what I, I know what I, I needed to bring. And the Holy Spirit wants to blow on that. I want you all to encounter God in the fullness of who he is, every one of us. We want to move every stumbling block out of the way. So everyone in this place, Father, we thank you. You're moving every stumbling block. Lord, we're going we're gonna to move into a whole new era with you. That there's divine things that you want to do in our lives. Holy Spirit, we're thanking you right now for moving us through patterns. The author of Hebrews tells us gave us Israel as an example. And Lord, we're going to believe that you're going to bring us in like a people that move right through. We don't think about the things that we want to go back to. We want to think about the things that we're going forward into. And we're not afraid to go in the places you called us. I just declare over this whole entire place the power of an overcomer over everyone in a fresh way tonight. Lord, that we enter into this true, true understanding of what you've given us and you've given us authority over things in our lives. So Lord, we speak to things right now in our lives that have no place. We declare them powerless. Even patterns that we run in. Lord, that you'd break those right now in Jesus' name. That when we come to them, Lord, I pray right now that you'd put a, a light on in our minds, that we'd see that we're running the same trail again and again. Lord, would you break that right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, when our eyes, our eyes drift and, and we want to escape, I break every escape mind to that mentality in this place. Father, right now in Jesus' name, whatever it might be that brings us into escapism, Lord, that we would check in with you, that we would be present with you in everything you've called us to do. Lord, I thank you that there are people in this place that are going to step into giftings that they've not stepped into it before because we don't have any more time now. Lord, I decree and declare it right now. And Father, we thank you that you brought us into this place tonight. That, Lord, you're doing something even when we don't think you're doing something. You're doing something inside of us. So I just thank you, Father, tonight. Lord, I thank you for a strong, tasty word tonight. <laughs> I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you release something pure and good, and it's full of meat, Lord. And we're going to chew on it, and we're going to digest it, and we're going to take it for what it is, God. And we thank you. Someone's rejoicing in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Lord, let the life, let your life come inside of us, Lord, that we don't ignore anything that you're doing. Holy Spirit, I thank you for greater sensitivity tonight. Lord, you're moving us into a new hour, a new era of being sensitive to what you're doing sensitivity to the Spirit. I declare it and decree it tonight. 
Lord, that we'd be nudged by little things. You're calling us away or you're calling us to do something we need to do with our, with our family, with our kids, with, with our banking, whatever it is, God, do it all. <laughs> Help us, Jesus. Lord, let us be the, the picture of one whole man, body, mind, and spirit. Body, mind, and spirit using the natural to break into the supernatural. Father, I thank you tonight. stay in an attitude of worship I'm telling you I keep seeing God gives I see I keep seeing the Lord giving and it is it's because we're doing we do the right thing we do righteous things we do righteous things and we do something and he drops something greater on us and we do something a little practical and it comes some God drops something. And then we step into a gifting a little more. It doesn't even have to be a spiritual gift, but God just drops something great, greater on that right now in Jesus' name. So God, I pray you shift our mindset that everything includes the kingdom. I'm telling you, everything includes the kingdom. Not one little thing. God wants to expand our minds so that he's, he said the talents, the kingdom of heaven is like... He wants you to increase doubly, a double portion. He might want to triple it, quadruple it. But we just have to give him something to work with. God, I'll do this. Even if it's menial, even if it looks like it's not even spiritual, God, I'll do this. And not because it's to please you, it's because it's, it's because I'm what I'm supposed to do. Makes me function. <laughs> Helps me to function like a like a grown-up. <laughs> like a whole man. <laughs> Come on. Father, in Jesus' name, we love you. Lord, I thank you for everyone in this place. Lord, roll us in. Eradicate our minds that overthink. Move us. Move us from glory to glory and from faith to faith. But Lord, help us to walk blameless before God and man. Oh, somebody. Before God and man. No, I don't do things to please men, but I'm telling you, God wants to put an anointing that gives you favor before men. I'm telling you, all of our charismatic quackery is not going to cut it in what God wants to do in the earth. And I'm not saying we're too heavenly minded. I'm saying get really heavenly minded. So just give things to the Lord right now. Just give him things. Things that you have. Things that you need to release. 
things that you need to step into. Tell them. Tell them right now. <laughs> Do you dare? Tell them. I'll step into that tomorrow. I'll step into it right now. I will. I'll just do it. Because he's not so concerned about what we want. <laughs> I know that sounds harsh. <laughs> but he says, give your life. <laughs> Follow me. Do what I'm calling you to do. Oh, I do love everyone. I promise you. I promise you. So, Lord, I commit. I commit all these things to you, God, my heart. Everything that gets in the way of you moving fully, 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 fully. I'm talking fully. I'm talking fully. I, if, I keep going only because I feel like the Spirit keeps bringing something else up. He wants us to live full. Full, full. I mean, all the things that I, I've been called to do, all the hats that I wear, what that looks like, it doesn't need to be one, two, three. It's all inclusive. It doesn't have an order. It's all inclusive because it's in kingdom. It's in, in the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. Because if Jesus said in me, the kingdom of God dwells, Everything I do is kingdom-oriented. Everything I do. Everything I do. Every person I meet, every diaper I change, I don't change diapers anymore. Everything I do is kingdom. Everything I do is a love language to you, God. You're concerned about every part of us. So, Lord, raise up pillars in this place. Raise up those that stand uprightly before you and before men. To stand in the counsel of God, the counsel of heaven. Just pray to him quick. Just pray. Just pray. You can pray in your heavenly language. See, I can pray in the spirit and think about things that God wants to take care of, just like that. Kitamata shake it there. 